So simply a professional. I'm your host, Webby. Join me tonight. We got Rob. Hey, everybody. Uh, so uh, this week, uh, me and Rob are just going to talk. We're just, we're, you know, whatever comes to mind. If we if we think it's interesting, we're going to talk about it. I know I wanted him to explain this game that he's playing a little bit lately. Uh, also, we're not going to talk about it on this episode because I'd like to do a proper episode on it. Um, mm. But we have been watching. I, I've I've gotten into an anime, um, which I know I know some of you out there will be like, huh, "Webby anime what?" And then others out there, Devin, will be like, "I'm so <laughs> proud they grow up so fast." Um. <laughs> But yeah, so I started watching One Piece, uh, and then the site that I was watching it on took it down, and then Rob was like, yo, it's on Netflix. I was like, oh, <laughs> snap. Um, and then me, Rob, and Donnie started watching that there's a live action One Piece um, that mm-hmm. has come out since, and... Uh, I feel like I'm I'm almost caught up. I'm pretty much right around the same point where we are in the live action one that I am in the actual anime now. Um, for the most part. So, but we'll talk about that on its own separate episode for people who enjoy that. Uh, I do recommend going and watching the uh, live action show if you've seen the anime and you like it. Even if you haven't seen the anime, it's it's a fun show. Um, so Rob, you, I have noticed you have been playing Dragon Quest. Mm-hmm. More specifically, Dragon Quest Nine. Yeah. Alright, so tell me a little bit about this game. Okay, Storyline, so... everything. Break, break it down. <laughs> Um, so it starts off. You the, there's a, like a council of kings talking about uh, a, the, a baby being born with the mark, and then you see like Harry Potter. Well, I mean, it's a birthmark rather than a scar created by evil. But yeah. Oh, all right. Um. So, uh, they're talking, and then like there's a big. Like the the castle is attacked by monsters, and you see the queen fleeing with the baby and a lo- and a little girl, which you assume is probably also her daughter, a princess. Uh, so the queen and that you find this, you see the queen die. And the princess takes the baby. Well, actually, the queen tells the the princess to take the baby and hide, and she leads the monsters. They're chasing them off. Uh, and so the princess puts you in like a little basket and sends you down river where you're. Well, because you found—I I said you—but you found out later that this baby is you, um, or you're found by an old man who's fishing, 
Uh, so then the old man, like, it, it fast forwards and you're with your best friend uh, climbing this mountain that's like a, a rite of passage among the young people of the village you, you lived in. Um, the old guy, your grandfather, died. Um, and your mom, his daughter is your mom, quote unquote. Um, as far as you know, she's your mom. Who's been taking care of you. So you climb up the mountain and uh, you get attacked by some creature at the top, which isn't supposed to happen. You're just supposed to go out and look at like how far the countryside reaches and stuff like that as like a rite of passage thing. Uh, so you're attacked, and the light, the the mark on your hand starts to glow, and basically drives the monster off. Uh, so then you go back home, and your mom says that your grandfather said that if that ever happened, that there was a letter for you to go see the king about your hand, about the mark on your hand, and that you are the luminary reborn. So the luminary is an old uh, hero that beat back the dark one. And then became a star in the sky, basically. And so the mark on your hand shows that you're basically him reborn. So you go to the castle, and they're all like, oh, yeah, it's the luminary, blah, blah, blah. But then the king says that you are, act like, he believes that you're actually the, the dark one returned. So they call you the dark spawn, and they try to arrest you. You meet a thief in the jail that breaks you out, because uh, he was in the jail, too. And someone told them that he would meet the Luminary. And he's like, I never expected to meet you in jail. So he helps you escape. And then he becomes the first member of your party. Like, you start building a party as you go. So anyway, you end up fleeing the knights. Your hometown gets destroyed. And when you get back, everyone's gone. Like, there's a little... First, you're, like, trapped in the past where you're talking to yourself as a kid. And you talk to your grandfather. And he tells you that he hid some stuff for you in a place by a rock. And then, like, the letter talked about how he met you in the past and all that. So... Uh, and then there's the the world tree. The the reason why you're seeing the past and stuff is the world tree, which holds the world together, like it does in our D and D games. Mm -hmm. It's called Yggdrasil. In this, um, it's isn't that the world tree in Norse mythology? Yeah. yeah. All right. So you like every time you touch one of its roots, like because every once in a while you see its roots coming up out of the ground, and you can touch them, and it shows you like visions of the future and the past. Put over your hand. Oh my god, how dare you be eating on this podcast? That's very unprofessional, <laughs> sir. It sure is. <laughs> um, so anyway, uh, you end up like fleeing because the people of, the, of your country are trying to hunt you down. You, you flee to a new country using this old like magical gateway um, that the, your grandfather hid the key to it. Like it's this crystal key that like activates the, the when you get close to the the portal it activates it so you go to like this other town this other city and you meet um these two twin sisters who are looking for you because their people sent them out to find you and protect you um and then one of them is a even though they're twin sisters one of them is like a little girl who looks like she's like eight or nine and the old other one is like maybe 20 but they were they were twins, but one of them, the little girl got captured by some monster who stole her magic, and as he stole her magic, it also de-aged her. No. So you go back, and you, you go with them, and you get her magic back, but even though her magic returned, her age stays the same. So she's following you around as a little girl, even though she's, like, in her 20s. And the way she talks to people is hilarious, because they all, like, assume she's a tiny little girl. She's, like, 
which is like super mean to people sometimes. Um, but anyway, so they're they're we're trying to get to currently we're trying to get to Yggdrasil eh, to the World Tree, but it floats in the sky on an island in the sky. Uh, so we have no way to get up there. But there's this a branch of it that came down to to the the land or whatever called the Rainbow. So we were trying to get that. We we went and we helped this prince uh, who was having troubles in his country, and he was supposed to give it to us. But then his, after we helped him, he found out his father was like, oh, I sold that to a traveling merchant. So now we're chasing down the traveling merchant, and we ran into a, a guy that works... Well, he's a jester, basically. And he worked for the circus, but like he's a good sword fighter. Like I haven't uncovered all the... Basically, their backstories and stuff yet. So, uh, but now he just joined us. So, and the the way the game is is like, I mean, you have level ups, you have equipment. You if you get certain things, you can build equipment at your camp to improve it. Like you can get plus three weapons, up to plus three weapons. But you have to build them yourself or improve ones you buy. Uh, and they all have special powers and their spells. And like when you get in, like the the monsters like wander around, <clears throat> like except for like special like, cutscene monsters, like, fights that you have to do. The monsters wander around on the map, and you can choose to try to avoid them or, like, attack them to get XP and, st and supplies and stuff. Um, and then when you do, like, it goes into... and it, Like, it, it basically shows the area where you are on the battle map, and your people are there, and, like, everybody take... Like, it's turn-based combat, basically, like Final Fantasy, kind of. The old yeah. Final Fantasy. Yeah. <clears throat> How many people can you have your part in your party at once? Four. Four. All right. Yeah, so I, I just had to take one out because I have five people now. Gotcha. But just before the fight, if you want, you can switch people out. Like, if you get into a fight and you're like, oh, I should have blah, 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 there's a right. Because at the beginning of battle, it has a small menu called Fight, Tactics, Line Up, and Flee. So if you choose to fight, it just goes into the battle. If you choose tactics, you can change what your people do. I have them all set to follow orders, so I give each one specific orders. But if you don't want to do that, you can have each one follow, like, be aggressive, don't use magic, blah, blah, Like, there's a bunch of different yeah. tactics you can give them. And then lineup is to change who's who's in your party with you. Right. So, <clears throat> so kind of like Final Fantasy Tactics, where it, pretty much before every fight, you do, like, a setup phase. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's cool. I do remember. I I remember playing a, a a Dragon Quest game a long time ago, and again, I can't remember if it was on like Super Nintendo or something. It was it was back in that that time frame. Uh, what platform was that on originally? Um, I know I used to have one that I played on Nintendo. I think it was Dragon Quest Four. It was one of my favorites. I was kind of telling you about it before where one of like it had different chapters and each chapter you were a different person. Yeah. Like in the first one, in the first chapter you were a soldier that traveled around with with an actual with a monster that was like your friend that healed you. And then the second chapter you were a princess with her two advisors, one of them was like a fighter and one of them was a wizard. And then the third one you were a merchant who went around and the stuff that you got you could sell at your shop and, and whatnot. And then the fourth one was two sisters uh, who were entertainers. One of them was like a fortune teller, and the other one was a dancer, I think. And then at the at the fifth chapter, you became like your own created character. <clears throat> and then like they all basically you went and you found all all the people you were in the previous chapters, and you created your party from that. <clears throat> well, but. 
And the only thing I didn't like about that one was that you couldn't set them to follow orders, so they all just did whatever they wanted. Like, you could do the thing that it had where you would give them tactics, like, don't use magic or yeah. be aggressive or whatever. But you couldn't give, let, like, order them to do specific things. Yeah. Now, roughly how far into this game are you? Mm. Like, how long are these games? It's pretty long. I know I still have two party members I haven't even found yet. From the beginning, from the, like, the opening sequence. Because it, like, does, like, a thing showing you all the people. But there's two party members that I haven't even spoken to yet or found. And uh, I don't know if it tells me how long I've been playing this. Let me see. I'm sure it does, but I'm... And would you, would, like, have you beaten this game before, or is this your first time playing through this game? I played it before. Um, I'd say I'm probably not even halfway through this this time. But I got to a certain point, and then something else came out, and I started playing that. And I haven't been back to this, so I kind of forgot the storyline, and I was like, maybe I should play it again from the beginning. Yeah. <laughs> That's how I was with Dragon Age, when I first played Dragon Age. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Because I, I played the uh, the first one, and then, uh, like you said, something came out, and I got sidetracked. And then when I went to go back to it, I was just like, oh, I want to play this again one day. you know. So I just went back to mm-hmm. it, and I was like, I don't remember why I'm here, and I don't really remember what's happened, so I'll just restart. <laughs> yeah, same deal. Um, but that's how, that's how I know there's two more members, because I had them in the previous my previous playthrough. Yeah. Uh, surprise, surprise, Rob. I've been playing a lot of Baldur's Gate. <laughs> oh, you don't say. Yeah. <laughs> I actually... <sighs> I, I started a story character campaign. Mm-hmm. Uh, where, I, where I'm playing as one of the story NPCs. Uh, I chose to be Carlac. Surprise, surprise. <laughs> uh, and um, I'm playing it on tactician mode which is the hardest difficulty. So I just went through and I wrecked the goblin camp. <laughs> completely annihilated them. Well, <laughs> so I'm not very far in. If you can, if you can tell uh, it was, it was cool though, because like being a story character, you have, you know, certain unique dialogue options because, you know, you have an internal monologue to yourself and, uh, mm. like, for instance, like, you know, when, when you first meet Carlac, if Will's in your party, Will's hunting Carlac. You know, spoilers, mm. if you haven't gotten that far in, in Boulder's Gate, fucking hurry the hell up. <laughs> um, but, like, and then you have to convince him, now, you know, Carlac's not bad, blah, blah, blah. And then, they'll you know, she'll join your party. Well, I started playing as Carlac, because I figured, okay, well... Out of all the story NPCs that you can get in your camp, pretty much, of the main ones, Carlac's the furthest away. So, if I start as her, not only do I know how to play a barbarian, and I enjoy playing barbarians, but I'll get all the other party members pretty quick. Uh, when you first go into the Emerald Grove, where, where you meet Will... You walk up, and he just stares you down, and you're just like, all right, you need to give up your chase there, bud. You know, I'm not who you think I am. And he's all <laughs> like, I'm going to keep my good eye on you. It's like, yeah, okay. Uh, and then you can't interact with him after that. 
And it's like, well, how the hell do I get Will in my party? So then as you're playing, like, one or two nights rests afterwards, he just shows up in your camp wanting to kill you, and then you have to pretty much convince him not to. And then he joins your party like normal, or you can fight him and kill him. So. Gotcha. But my current party makeup for this is I am playing as Carlac mainly. I have Shadowheart as my healer. Surprise, surprise. I have Gale in my party as my spellcaster. Mm-hmm. And I have Starion in my party as my my rogue. And I'm actually oh. building him to be an assassination gloomstalker ranger rogue. Uh, so he I just figured up. it out. What? Go ahead. Oh, I was going to say, he just sneaks up and he attacks somebody. And if it doesn't auto kill them and you start combat, he, he mm. instantly pretty much gets to go first in combat. And mm. all of his actions renew. Like, you know how when you attack somebody and then you go into combat, you usually miss your first round of combat because you, you used an action to initiate combat? Yeah. He gets his actions back. Uh, that's part of being the assassination rogue. So then I can attack again and hopefully kill them that time. But, yeah, yeah. it's it's uh, it's fun. <laughs> but go on, what were you going to say? I was going to say, I just realized how I could play a game and have a star ring in my party. It was, I have, I would have, I could just be him. Yeah. And then he'll be nice because I'll make him be nice. <laughs> that, that's true. That's 100% true. <laughs> um, and then, yeah, uh, I, I love, I love shovel. I don't ever want to get rid of shovel now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Ever since that one voice line, because I mm-hmm. walked into the goblin camp and I was like, he had, so he's a closet. So, but he's a unique closet that has voice lines mm-hmm. and he can turn invisible. He can cast frighten on somebody and it has actually a pretty large area like where you can choose from. And then he has a, he has a regular attack. He only has like seven health, mm-hmm. uh, but otherwise... So I casted that frighten on that guy, and uh, yeah, what was it? Let me let me look back at our conversation so I can get that right. Uh, so when I when when it first became shovel's turn, he's like, "Shovel's gonna murderize you," and then I used scare, and it worked. So then he just screamed out, "Shit, your treasure holes! Shovel is here!" And I was just like, "I love this character. I don't ever want him to leave. I wish I could level him up." <laughs> so Jesus. And then Donnie was showing me the other day he had a mod, he installed a mod where he could play as a Minotaur. Mm-hmm. Oh, it was so glitchy. It was, it was so so glitchy. And a great sword being held by a Minotaur looks like it's like a short sword. <laughs> it's so small. Jesus. <laughs> um and then, like, if you're in a cutscene, his arms just are, like, straight out at its sides. Mm-hmm. And, like, he does not move. Like, there's no animation involved. Because it's just the model standing there during the cutscene. So. Gotcha. 
Anyway, so yeah, I, I don't. I, I haven't really been playing many other games. Um, you had gotten me one that's been on my wish list for a while for my birthday that I'm actually really excited to start playing. Uh, Tactics Ogre Reborn, um, because it is a lot. It's like set up a lot like Final Fantasy Tactics, which is probably one of my favoriteest games ever. I just, I love, I uh, like, honestly, it's, I love the tactics behind it. Like, you move people kind of like on a grid, like you would in like a D&D map or whatever. Mm. You know. But yeah. Yeah, I, I was excited to play Starfield. Can't, my computer can't handle it. Hmm. So it looks so good. Against the processor, it's got to be like my processor is so old. Mm. Like Donnie has the one that it says is the minimum requirement, <laughs> and he was like, "I don't even want to try it with that though." If I had it, I'd try it, but I don't have it. <clears throat> I'll wait for it to go on sale or something. I know it's a relatively new game, so it's probably going to be a little while. Yeah. But it does look, uh, based off the video you sent, it does look good. It looks like, you know, a mix of, like, it's like Space Skyrim. Mm-hmm. You know, it has, like, the, the graphics of Skyrim, if not even even nicer. Um, with the with the wide-open variety of space. And, well, what was No Man's Sky? That was the other game that we, you know, we very little dabbled in. But, like, you can travel to pretty much any planet that you can see. Yeah. You know, which I think is kind of neat. So, is there base building in Star in that game, or. Is, I is don't ship, know. Is your ship kind of your base? Yeah, I, I think you can make improvements to your ship, yeah. Yeah. Hmm. Now, I know do, you can get different know, crew members and like, stuff. What's, it's like, what's the overarching story? Like, what's the plot line of that game? Do you know? Not really. Like, I only got a little bit into it. I found some kind of artifact that, like, basically showed me the universe in my brain. And then I passed out. And then I woke up, and they were like, oh, our uh, our boss wants to meet you. And then when the boss showed up, a bunch of pirates showed up and attacked the dock. And then it all went to hell, because my computer was like, nope, I can't handle this. And it just went into a laggy mess. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. But, like, they have, like, it, I got to go through character creation, which was cool. Like, that worked fine. Uh, there's, like, lots of different options for, like, faces and stuff and, and, and whatnot. Uh, and then there's, uh, like, a, there's a bunch of background options. Like, you could be from certain factions, which it says gives you special dialogues and stuff in some areas. Uh, there, You could have a stalker, which I picked to have a stalker. <laughs> Jesus. You could have uh, you could have your parents, uh, but you it says uh, your parents can be alive and you can visit them, but they say like you send them two percent of your earnings every week or whatever. Mm-hmm. I picked that I picked that one too, and then the other one was like there's some like oh are you an extrovert you get extra stuff if you have companions with you are you an introvert you get special stuff if you're by yourself. Well, like there's a bunch of like different things you could pick from. Oh, nice. <clears throat> And you said it ran fine for you pretty much up until combat started? 
Mm-hmm. Well, yeah. Well, I mean, when the ship, <laughs> when the when the boss's ship arrived, like I could tell it was having trouble because like all the steam and stuff from the ship was all being pixel weird, weirdly pixelated. Like it did not look good when the ship arrived and, and settled down. I was like, hmm. I was already like, it's already having problems. Yeah. And then I went to try and turn everything down, like the graphics down, and it, everything was already on its lowest. And I was like, oh, that's not good. And then the other ship arrived, and the pirates came out, and like I couldn't even aim. It was going so slow. Like I'd go to try to turn my gun, and it's just like, doop, doop, doop. I'm like, oh boy. <laughs> what is that called again? Star what? Starfield. Uh, Starfield, yeah. Oh, Jesus. $70. Yeah. I got it because I got two gift cards for my birthday, which was 70 bucks. I was like, oh, perfect. Yeah, because I'm, now I'm just curious as to see how, how it would run on on my computer. Humanity mm. is always Whoops. Knowledge in Didn't realize that there was audio on there. Sorry, folks. <laughs> I'm like, I didn't hear anything. Oh, one thing I forgot to mention about the Dragon Quest uh, is it like you have you it has a lot like you can customize the people in your party pretty good. Like there's certain armors and stuff that that they have to wear. But like for weaponry, you can choose like usually they have two or three options because there's a character builder thing where you get points to put in. And you can do different things. Like my main character can use swords or great swords, and then there's he has sword mastery or luminary powers, and you have to put like points into those. So I I've just been doing regular swords because I use a sword and shield, but you could do a two handed great swords instead if you wanted to, and it has different like things depending on whether you want to go through with swords or if you want to go with great swords. And then there's special abilities for sword mastery and special abilities as the luminary. And then, like, some of them even have three options. Like, Eric, the thief guy, you can he has swords like me, like the main character, so he could use the same kind of swords. He has knives, and then he has boomerangs. <clears throat> I have him, I'm specking him out for knives. I like boomerangs. Uh, and then, then he has a thing called guile, which is, like, his thief stuff. <clears throat> yeah, boomerangs, you can, like, attack whole groups of enemies with that. Like, if you have, like, more enemies... Like, sometimes enemies will be grouped because they're the same type of enemy. Like, say you're fighting, like, three of one kind and one of another. Like, with the boomerang, you could hit all three of the same group with the boomerang. <clears throat> that uh, That's how whips work, too, because the, the mage, Veronica, can use staves or whips. I have her using staves just because the staves increase her, her magic power, and I mostly use her as a mage to attack. But if you wanted to, you can typically turn her into an attack or two with whips. Uh, and then Serena, the, the twin sister, has wands or spears. So with wands, she becomes better at healing because she's basically your healer. She becomes better, like more powerful at healing and stuff. Uh, but if you give her spears, again, she could be an attacker with spears if you want. <clears throat> and then the, the jester guy has swords, knives, or whips. So I, I went in whips with him because I wasn't using whips for anybody else. But then they all have like special abilities too. Like this healer lady has harpistry where she plays music and it does certain things. Veronica has a thing called Vim where it's just like she gets auras that do different things. And Silvando has showmanship where he can do like dance moves and certain things happen. <laughs> One of them is he breathes fire at people. <laughs> like he takes a, 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 like a drink of like alcohol or something and like breathes fire all over people. It's so, pretty cool. I, I'm going to really age us here, Rob, for a minute. 
No oh boy. Since we're talking about video games. Mm-hmm. If you can remember, what was the very first video game that you owned and played? 31 hours I've been playing this, by the way. I looked it up. Uh, the very first one I remember is uh, Quest, I think it's called. Oh, yeah. And Robbers. I think that it was called Robbers was the other one. Is that on regular Nintendo? I remember Quest being on yeah. Nintendo. I remember, I think Robbers is the one where you could both be, you could pl- do two players and you both were like running through like this, like mazes on screen and you had to try to get to the middle or whatever first for the other person. Yeah. Or something like that. Uh, but yeah, Quest and that and freaking, yeah. Man, you know what mine was? What? Pong on the Atari. Mm, I remember Pong too. Because I, I had an Atari before we had a Nintendo. Yep, me too. And then once we got a Nintendo, it was Super Mario 1 and Duck Hunt because it was a dual game. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> <clears throat> oh, man. So, a uh, little update for the listeners. I've been sick. I'm still sick. And Rob, I want this sickness to go away. Uh, yeah, I would too. It's strange because, like, this hot and cold feeling—it—it's not constant. It, it, it like goes away and then it comes back, then it goes away. But like, just the fatigue, just the constant being tired. Mm-hmm. Like everybody I've talked yeah. to, including my mom, she's like, "Well, hey, you know." You haven't been sleeping well. This is your way of getting sleep, I guess. That's like that's not how this works. Cause like I'll I'll lay down and I'll sleep for a couple hours, then I'm up for a couple hours, then I'm so tired that I'm falling asleep on my computer, so I lay down for a couple more hours. You know, it's it's not mm-hmm. like a hey, here's like eight hours of straight sleep. I honestly don't remember the last time I've I slept for eight hours straight. It's been a while. It's been a while. It's been a while. Uh, I'm looking up some old Atari games. Sad news. Uh, For people who are listening, if you haven't, if you haven't heard, the lead singer of Smash Mouth passed away on September 4th, I believe. So that's sad. I liked Smash Mouth as much as people gave them shit or whatever. He only, I think he was only like 56, 50, 54, something like that. I posted it in our, in your Discord. Uh, 56, Steve Harwell. Anyway. That's all the sad news I think I have. Oh yeah, Jimmy Buffett died too. Recently. Yeah, and Bob Barker. Oh yeah, Bob Barker too. Fucking guy was literally in the month that he was going to turn 100 years old. So. And I don't know, like I feel like I don't know when he started his career, but I feel like Bob Barker is one of those people who have like He's always been on TV in my life. 
Like he just he 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 has always been that TV personality. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yep. But uh, all right, what were you gonna say before I I, I fucking drag this down into the mud with sad news? <laughs> um, I was just saying some of the other Atari games I looked up that I remember. Um, there was a Donkey Kong, of course. Um. Donkey Kong was on Atari? Yep. Wow. I feel um, like I had Pit- that on NES. Pitfall, Pac-Man. Oh, I remember Pitfall. I had Pitfall. <laughs> uh, Breakout. Missile Command. Asteroids. Galaga. Adventure, like I said before. Um, Space Invaders. I had Space Invaders. That was a fun game. You know, a couple years ago, my buddy Ross came and visited. Mm -hmm. This was like really shortly before you moved in. And, uh, he, uh, he had one of those like retro NES systems there that was like new. That was like a, uh, you know, you, you plug it into your TV and here's 200 old school Nintendo games kind of thing. Mm-hmm. And he brought that over and we played a couple of the, the old school games that we've played. Like we played, N- uh, you remember NBA Jam? Mm-hmm. We played that. Uh, we played some of the older, like, uh, I don't remember what else we played. Uh, but we played a couple of the older games. They are so difficult. I don't know what it is. I remember being really good at video games when I was a kid. And I think like as you get older, as an adult, you lose the ability to think simply. Like things Mm -hmm. like you just become too complex to be able to play simple games. I don't know. Well, that can't be it because I kick ass at Pong. I love Pong. And that's literally oh. as simple as it gets. Um, I just saw it. I was like, oh, yeah. Where did it go? Oh, Dig Dug. That was one of the oh, ones I used to I, play all the time. I love Dig Dug. Me and my cousin used to play that constantly. That and Joust. Mm-hmm. You remember Joust? You had to ride around on giant, yeah. giant ostriches. Mm-hmm. I remember it mostly because I don't think I ever played it, but I, I've I'd seen it, and I mostly remember it because it was in uh, what the heck is it? Uh, Ready Player One. Was it? Yeah, that's one of the game. That's the game he had to play against uh, the the Lich to get the key. Was jo- uh, was Joust? Yeah. In the movie or in the book? In the book. Oh, I was going to say, it wasn't in the movie. No. The movie's not as good as the book. But in the book, he had to play Joust against the Sararak to get the key. Oh. Uh, the one I was thinking of that I just called Robbers is actually called Maze Craze, a game of cops and robbers. Oh. Dude, okay. I want you to Google this game. I don't know why I was allowed to have this game as a kid. Mm-hmm. 
uh, and I don't remember what system it was on. I want to say it was like Nintendo. It's called NARC. N-A-R-C. You literally, you're a cop. It's a two-player game. It's a side-scroller fighter, kind of like the old school, like Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles in time Mm kind of games. You go around and you beat up drug dealers. No. And gangs. And like there's there's drug dealers who like throw used needles at you and, and all sorts of crap. Like, I don't understand why I was allowed to have this as a child. <laughs> well, it's not on the list of official uh Atari games, no, so it, it was wasn't probably Atari. it wasn't Atari. It was definitely oh. a little older than Atari. Uh, NES. Yeah. Let me see if I can't get a couple images for you. Yeah, okay, so... (laughs) Jesus. I'm going to put these in the Discord. So, like, here is one of the cutscenes. That was one of the guys you had to go hunt down. And he's holding a bag of pills. Um, I remember there being a clown. Oh, yeah. Here's another guy you had to go hunt down holding a needle. I see you driving over people in a red car. Yep. Uh... Where's the clown at? The clown always freaked me out. There's like a whole gang of them. But, oh yeah, here's the clown. With a knife. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, like, I don't understand. Like, this is not a child's game. Uh... What was it? Did they even have a rating for it? It, it was released in 1988. Uh... Say no or die. Jesus. Oh, apparently the platforms that it was released on was Arcade, Amiga, Atari ST... Amstrad, CBC, Commodore 64, uh, ZX Spectrum, the NES, Xbox, and PlayStation 2. So Mm. they must have re-released it. Uh, I don't... I don't see any type of, like... Maturity rating on it, but yeah. Anyway, I just that for whatever reason that popped in my head since we were talking about games. Matilda, no, not until you come say hi to me and let me pet you. Uh, So, also, I know uh, I've I've been actually. I set aside, I made a folder on my desktop and I've been putting links into it so I can try to actually get something together. Um, but I'd like to do a dream episode uh, of SU where we talk about dreams and 
you know, mm-hmm. possibly what causes them, what types of dreams there are, uh, things like that. Now, <laughs> we'll get into it more on that particular episode. Do you think that dreams mean anything, or do you think that they're just dreams? Um, usually it's you're working through something, and your brain is like, here, let me help, kind of thing. Okay. I don't want to know what you're working through. You've had some really crazy dreams. Yeah, I mean, sometimes it can just be an outlet for your, like, fantasies of, like, being, like, having power and whatnot. Like, it depends. Brains are weird. Uh, but I looked it up in your... The 2005 re-release of the game was rated M. Previously, it when it was first released, the games weren't given ratings. Uh, okay. <clears throat> My mom... I don't remember... I don't remember if it was gifted to me or if I actually bought it. Because I remember, like, down where the Dollar Tree is, that used to be a KB toy store. Mm-hmm. And I used to get allowance every week for doing chores and I would wait until I had $20 yeah. and I would go down to yeah. the KB toys and there would be a whole wall of NES games and NES games back then costed nineteen ninety nine. Mm-hmm. So I would buy NES games with my allowance. Uh, but my mom probably looked at that and was like, Oh cool. You play as cops. Yeah, that's fine. Mm-hmm. It's like, geez. <clears throat> oh boy, I don't know. I don't. I don't know what else to talk about. I'm just very tired. And it's very hot. We're going mm-hmm. through a small heat wave here in the early September month. I hate yeah. it. It was really? it was 92 no. degrees, 93 degrees today. It's going to be really hot until next next week. Next week, it's supposed to finally start cooling off. I told them I'm going to squirt you with the squirt ball. How you like that? So. All right. Anything else that you want to talk about? Do you have a science corner ready for this week? Um... That means no. I mean, yeah, and I mean, there's not, it's not super, what, they've they've started, well, do you want me to do science corner? Well, is there anything else that you want to talk about? It doesn't have to be video game related, it can be anything. I mean, this was just us kind of shooting the shit for an episode. Hmm. Um, not really, I mean, you already covered, we were watching one piece. You finally brought Matilda, to, we brought Matilda to the groomers. Yeah. And she now looks so adorable. Yeah, she Except does. Except for her tail. She's got like this weird little carrot tail. It looks very <laughs> strange with no fur on it and like no hair on it. Yeah. But. She got a little rat tail now. She yeah. got a rat tail. A little rat tail. She got a little bandana. Yeah. It, it, it's folly, but it, I thought it was like uh, like leaves or pumpkins. It's butterflies. Yeah. It's so cute, though. It's green with orange butterflies. So it looks, it looks Halloweenish. Yeah. Yeah, I know you're staring at me. She's like, "Let's go, Dad. The door is over here." <laughs> Are you dressing um, up for your Halloween stream this year? 
probably. I mean, it depends on well, one thing. I don't even know if we're going to be back from England for that. So well, it depends, depends, I guess. That also depends. I, I have a couple doctor's appointments coming up, so that depends if mm. I can even go. Mm. So. But, yeah. Well, I mean, I, I'm hoping that we're going to be back before then, so that way we can do the stream. Yeah. You know, that's, that's one of the big things that you do every year. You organize mm. it, so. Right. I mean, I could always do it after Halloween if we had to, but I'd prefer to do it before. Yeah. Plus, this year, as one of my goals from last year's Christmas stream, I said that I would wear a costume this year. Mm -hmm. Of some fashion. Yeah. I don't suppose I could get away with just wearing my Iron Man mask. Mm, I mean, didn't you do that last time or uh, one of the time? Oh, I'm pretty probably sure you did. One of the times. <laughs> <clears throat> and then between now and Christmas, I got to actually get my hands on a Santa suit. Yeah, I have to get the top hat and stuff. To be frosty. I'm going to be frosty, Missy Tilly. I'm going to frosty the snowman. Can't pee on me. Is she in the doorway? Yeah. Oh, what did he do to you? I just saw you run. I, oh, you're wet. He squirted you. I didn't do nothing. He squirted you, did he? I did no such thing. I feel water on your back. It's raining. Yeah. It's raining. I think you're lying. We're in the house, huh? Would I do that? Yes. So, um, yeah. I'm going to a wedding this weekend. My nephew's getting married. Ugh. Yeah, I mean, I don't mind going to weddings, but I don't want to have to drive six-hour round trip to the wedding. So I'm kind of blah about it, but I'm sure it'll be fun. Just stay down there until Sunday. Now. Well. <laughs> want to be back at my home with my dog and my people in my own bed. Don't want to stay in Connecticut. I remember before you moved in with me, we'd always rag on you about living in Connecticut. And you were always like, it's really not that bad, blah, blah, blah. Now that you've moved in with me, you're like, I don't, I, I hate Connecticut. I don't ever want to go back. No, it's not that I hate Connecticut. It's just I don't live there. So I have to, like, what, stay in someone's spare room or on a couch? Yeah. No. I want my own room. Well, you're going to get back and your room's going to be filled with bubble wrap. No. I, I'm not I'm not scared. I require you and James to go out and get that much bubble wrap. You're not going to want to leave the house. It's hot. It's going to be like 100 degrees. That's true. <laughs> I'll have Amazon deliver it on Saturday. I was going to say, I also will have the only car, so good luck with that. <laughs> yeah, I'll have Amazon deliver it. <laughs> It'll all be melted. Yo, here's your big wad of plastic. <laughs> one of these days, Rob. One of these days. <laughs> but 
All right. Well, why don't we wrap up? We'll do science corner. Um, listen, listeners. I know. I know. I I, I have some uh, pretty dedicated listeners who listen every week now. I talk to some of you. Some of you reach out and talk to me. Uh, if you have ideas or suggestions on topics that you'd like us to talk about, even if you like, it can be a movie that you want us to talk about. And if we haven't seen it, we'll go watch it. Um, if it's a horror movie, it might have to wait until October. Cause that's when I'm forced to watch horror movies. Mm-hmm, because mm-hmm. I'm kind of a big baby. Uh, but I mean, other than that, like if it's a topic that we don't really know, I don't mind doing a little bit of research and talking about it. And, and we will hopefully do it justice. But I want to know if there's anything that you guys out there would like to hear us talk about that interests you as a listener. Uh, and this this next thing I have to say is purely to te- to test if my old coworker Nick still listens to the show. I don't think he does. But Nick, if you are listening, just remember it's just a stitch in time. And then this is the part where he's like, "I fucking hate you, Webby." No. I'll explain after. Uh, but okay, Rob, uh, why don't you give us a science corner? Well, before that, uh, since we're talking about listeners, one of our listeners pointed out that we made a mistake last episode. What? And I did. Wait, think we I, or you? Okay, moving on. Science uh, corner. Uh, no, no. I want to know. <laughs> no, no, no. I want to hear this now. All right. I made a mistake then. Fine. Are you happy? Well, no. If it was me, I wanted to be able to own up to it. No, it was me then. I just said we because we do the podcast. I meant okay. we as in the it's podcast. Not, yeah, the I wasn't we. saying I specifically who. But you. yes, it was me. So I I did mix up. It, astronomy is the science and astrology is the bupkis fortune uh, telling. No, I said it the other way around. Oh. Which proves that why like the point about it being easily mixed up for people. But I mean, the one is science, one is not science. It's basically, like you said, fortune cookie. But astronomy, I believe. Let me check and make sure because I might be getting it wrong again. No, but whatever I said was incorrect. Astronomy is the science. Astrology yeah. is the yeah, like right, right. Por- like your horoscope. Yeah, your horoscopes. Like so yeah, so yeah, I had said it reverse on the episode. So correction to that. It's the other way around. But no. Like I told her that I was like, yeah, well, I'm like, I realized it after we had finished, but then it, I, I was like, we're unprofessional for one. I wasn't going to go back in and change it. And two, I could just correct it today. But uh, but it also lends, you know, because we talked about how people confuse the two because they both cover the stars and they sound similar. So, so Rob, as a person of science, mm-hmm. do you not like astrology? I mean, I, I wouldn't say I don't like it. It's not actual science. It's basically just like horoscopes are basically just going to a fortune teller and then telling you something vague that sounds like it could be true that it could apply to you. So you don't believe that it has anything to do with like the stars positionings in the sky and certain like planets lining up? 
No. Oh, okay. <laughs> Do you believe that the full moon actually affects people's moods? Mm, I don't. Not really. I mean, uh, that I don't know because the moon is different. Because the moon is, it being full can can definitely affect animals' behavior. But they say it's just because it's so much brighter at night with a full moon, and that's why animals act differently. So I don't know. I don't know for sure about that. But okay. Well, I just I, oh, also before we do science quarter, I I gotta I gotta share this funny little tidbit. Mm-hmm. Uh. Me and Rob went to the grocery store earlier, and when he came back to the car, we were just having like a small conversation before we, we got going. And I had said something along the lines of, you know, if I could time travel, <laughs> I would go back in time, and if dinosaurs were real, I would teach them how to sword fight. And Rob just looks at me. He did that very slow, like, head turn and looked at me. And he goes, wait, what do you mean by if dinosaurs are real? And I was just like, whoa, Yeah, whoa, whoa, I whoa. did. Whoa, I was whoa, like, whoa. wait, where are you going with this? Then I remembered our conversation. Uh, so I do want to I do want to say for the people out there, uh, I do believe dinosaurs were real. But I do acknowledge that there are people in this world who do not believe that. And I said those people are stupid and need to be corrected. <laughs> well, you know. And I said that's like saying if the world is round, flat earthers, you need to be corrected. The earth is fucking round. <laughs> I mean, fair. <laughs> um, so, yeah. Rob is... Uh... Yeah, I remember I did do that. I was like, can I, can we, can we go back to your statement? I'm like, what do you mean by if dinosaurs are real? Yeah, I, that was the first time I've ever looked at Rob and he like had a glint of like murderous rage and inspiration in his eye. Like, like if I were about to say, oh yeah, I don't believe dinosaurs existed. I thought I was going to get choked to death. Um, but yeah. I don't, Rob's very serious about his science. So. I I forgot about that. I wasn't sure we were going. I thought we were going to talk about the Schul bus. <laughs> oh God, man, that was funny. Uh, the Schul bus. Uh, inside jokes. I love it. Inside jokes that the listeners don't know about, and visual aids that the listeners can't see. Except yep, for yep. some of the listeners who have access to the Simply Unprofessional Discord. Uh, mm-hmm. and They'll be able to see the, the crazy clown with the knife. Yeah, and the weird like Terminator Arnold Schwarzenegger guy with the heroin needle. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Jesus. <laughs> These things. Alright, what's All right. the science corner this week, Rob? Alright, science corner. Chimeras! They're on the way. I mean... How do you know they'd never existed? I mean, I guess technically sometimes they do exist by accident, but now we can make them. Oh, boy. Yep, yep. So are we talking Um, like the legit like fantasy chimeras? I mean, I guess it's possible to eventually make a fantasy chimera. Not currently, but but basically chimera... And chimerism is 
two at least two different animals being yeah, in yeah. one body. Yeah. So they've learned how to start doing that with like they've allowed pigs to grow human kidneys so that you can use human kidneys in the transplant without having to wait for humans to die or take them from other humans. So So yeah. This is pig just, human chimera. <laughs> so this is just gonna be another whole thing that like animal rights activists is gonna get up in arms about? Uh probably like, oh, you guys have these pigs genetically growing human livers just so you can cut them open for human transplants. It's like, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because it will save lives. Imagine that. <laughs> um, but they say it's like, it's still going to be a while before it's like uh, viable because it's very difficult for human cells to survive in animals. It's easier the other way around to put animal cells in humans and for them to to adapt and survive, because human cells are so complex. Like it, in the simpler animal bodies, they don't thrive well. <clears throat> I want somebody to make a giant eagle with the head of a lion. Yeah, no, not, they're not not that far yet. It's, they can barely do internal organs of other things. But maybe someday. Probably not till after we're long gone, but... <laughs> Man, I want to do an episode on, like, mythological creatures. Because, like... Okay, so like real quick, w- without getting into it, and I know you're the sciencey guy anyway, mm-hmm. and you're gonna shoot this down. But like, do you think that myth? Like, okay, is is there even a remote possibility that some of these things actually existed? Not all of them, but like some of them actually existed, because that's like obviously somebody had to have think thought of it to you know to be able to notate it or write it down or tell it in a story or whatever? Or do you think it was just some drunk rambling of some guy who was just like, oh yeah, I saw a giant eagle with a tail that was a snake? I'm pretty sure they're all made up. Unless you think like there are half people have spiders running around at some point. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Let's not talk, let's not bring spiders into this. Okay. Well, I mean, those are just, like people make stuff up it it doesn't exist. It happens. Yeah, but I don't like spiders. No, I know, but I was just using that as an example, like the no, driders, basically. Yeah, but like, what Fine, what do you think there are... No, leprechauns are not real. Hmm. Hmm. Okay. I mean, to be honest, if it was something that was real, it's probably somebody who was really short that like tricks someone out of their money by like being a grifter and they're like, oh, this little guy, he's tricksy, he stole my money, a leprechaun. <laughs> right. Right. Uh-huh. You don't believe me. What about dragons? They don't exist. What about we small dragons? Well, if you're talking like Komodo dragons, those exist. 
know. I just, uh, yeah. Okay. There would be evidence, buddy. Just like the dinosaurs. Maybe there is, but we just haven't found it yet. Mm. Rob's like, oh god, here we go again. <laughs> yep. The thing that, well, maybe we just haven't found it yet argument. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That's something that keeps people banging their heads against the walls for eternity. <laughs> I don't know. I, I guess part of me just likes to think that stuff like that did exist at some point. Mm-hmm. You know? Right. It didn't, but you can keep thinking it did. I'll let you. You're going to let me? Yeah. Huh. I'm going to tell all my flat earth friends to come beat you up. They can They can come and uh, they don't believe in gravity, so I'll just dig a hole and they'll fall in. I saw a meme <laughs> the other day. They're like, to all the flat earthers, if you really thought the world is flat, don't you think the cat would have knocked everything off of it by now? <laughs> <laughs> All right. So there was your science corner. I, I, hmm. Not going to lie. Listen, you, my science corner was about chimeras, and you're like, why well, don't dragons exist? I don't know how to help you. I don't know how to be more science. No, 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 make no, science no you're fine. You're fine. You're fine. <laughs> I, I was literally just about to say, Rob, I don't remember what we just talked about on science corner. <laughs> Listen, I'm not feeling well. Okay. Uh, well, with that, everybody, um, Rob, where can people find you on the internet? You can find me on Twitter at Confessor underscore X and on Twitch at twitch.tv slash Confessor X. Oh, yeah. We didn't do a motivational thing or, or words of wisdom. You know what? I'll do words of wisdom with Webby. Okay. When, when Devin's not here for life advice. And I'm going to do one that was inspired by your fortune cookie. I'm going to say words <laughs> of wisdom with Webby. Peach. Peach. That, that is all. Take that and you just roll with it. And, you know, you just think peach and whatever that does for you. You're welcome. How profound. Yep. Um, oh. Lucky numbers, 15, 32, 48, and 5. <laughs> Uh, as always, everybody, thank you for listening this week. Again, uh, contact me or Rob somehow, you know, however you want. We have a Facebook page. Some of you know us personally, and you can give us your topic ideas there. But let us know what you want us to do for for topic. Give us some topic suggestions. Uh, we'll write them down, and, and we'll see about trying to dig up some information on these things. But we hope you enjoyed the episode. We love you guys. Stay safe. And uh, you guys can follow me, as always. I almost didn't do this part. On Twitter, at Jax Forest Walker, all one word. On Twitch, at DM Webby. And on eBay, at Hanging with Devin in the Dark, Dark, Dark Abyss. Yep. Uh, and, and for those that are mad that I said that, you know, horoscopes aren't real, you know what? Uh, don't come for me. Uh, something sad is going to happen in your life, but then it'll be okay because something will come along to make it better. 
Uh, and on that flip side, also, if people, anybody, if you have any, if any of you out there are upset with anything that Rob has said in this episode or previous episodes about not believing anything that I believe in, uh, send them lots of messages on Twitter and just tell them how wrong he is. Cancel me. Hashtag cancel Rob. Hashtag cancel Rob. <laughs> Uh, all right, thank you guys, and as always, fuck Booster Gold. Fuck Booster Gold. Da, 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 da. Not bad, a little over an hour. Good. Until the as our third host went into the background. Yeah, it's like you know, it's like back before you moved in, where Matilda was always <laughs> vo- vocal and voicing her. Nazi propaganda. Yep. You want to fight now? Whoops. Don't tell me.